peeps, it's your girl, Life Strategist KG, coming to you with another episode of Cocktails and Convo with KG. I hope everybody is having an awesome day. If you're listening to this and you're not having an awesome day, make it a great day. You hold the cards to how you want your day to go. So smile and live your best life. Today, we're going to be talking about feeling inadequate and how and adequacy and allowing that feeling to manifest in your life will keep you from accomplishing your goals and also how to overcome the imposter syndrome, right? Feeling like you're not enough, feeling like you're faking the funk. How do you overcome that to accomplish your goals and live your best life? So we're going to get right into it. Today is Monday, y'all. It's Monday, February 11th. And today I am sipping on nothing other than some great old American coffee. It is Monday morning um, and I'm getting my life with some coffee. And I want to talk a little bit about why I decided to discuss this today and why I decided to release this episode on a Monday. Um, So for me, I actually wanted to release this episode um, a few days ago, but every time I sat down to record and work on it, put the content together, a challenge would come up, right? Um, So the first time I sat down to record it, um, I was in mummy mode prior to. So I had just gotten home from work and I was, you know, looking at essays, talking about homework, and going through cell phones to do a cell phone audit on my children's cell phone. And during that, I found some things that needed to be addressed and some things that were concerning um, for me as a mother. And so instead of being able to focus on recording my podcast that evening, I had to focus on dealing with the situation at hand, right? Um, So that was the first challenge that came up you know, which is understandable because as I've stated before, uh, my children are my priority, right? So of course, I'm going to make sure that anything that has to do with them is addressed immediately and before anything else. Okay. So then I was like, okay, well, let me get back to it. That was a challenge. We've overcame it. Let me go ahead and record this podcast because, um, I got some great stuff and I wasn't even going to talk about what I'm talking about today. And I'll discuss how I got to the topic of conversation for today. So two days go by because I was working and, you know, we had extracurricular activities and things that needed to be done. So we're at this point, it was, I want to say Friday when I sat down and I was going to record the podcast Friday morning. Um, and then Something else happened. I'm not sure exactly what it was. I can't remember. That shows how now how insignificant it was because I can't even remember what it was. But something else happened that threw me off my game, right? Um, and then Saturday morning, I was going to record it. Something else came up. So today, Monday, February 11th, I sat down this morning. I prayed. I meditated. Um, and I knew exactly what I was going to talk about. And so the content that I originally was going to record actually changed due to some challenges that I experienced. Um, and then also I um, spoke at an event over the weekend. And at the event, um, it was all about walking in your purpose, right? And so I discussed how for me, walking in my purpose is a daily walk because um, I'm a person 
that didn't come from the best, um, uh, like I didn't have the best background coming up. Like if you like looking at my background, you wouldn't see life coach in the young Kendra's future. Right. And so, um, realizing that that had a lot to do with, um, my hesitancy to step into this journey. Right. So I was talking about how, um, you know, coming up, I didn't feel like I was good enough. I didn't feel like, um, I would ever be good enough and how challenges sometimes make you feel inadequate. Whatever your journey is, whatever your walk is, everyone experiences life challenges. No one is exempt, right? And when you're dealing with life challenges, um, it can make you feel like you're not good enough because of what's going on in your life. Um, Especially when you are on a purpose walk and God has given you a task and that task is to help other people, right? Like for me, my task is to help other people walk in their purpose and to help them, you know, see their full potential and walk in that potential. And so for me, a lot of the challenges that I face as a woman, as a mother, um, they make me feel like I am inadequate for my purpose, right? And we'll talk more about that and I'll dive deep and I'll tell you guys exactly why I feel like this and why I decided to discuss this because I feel like everyone needs to hear this. No one is exempt from feeling like you're not enough. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Go ahead and grab your coffee, your cocktail, or whatever your drink of choice is, and we're going to dive right into it. Okay, I hope you have grabbed your drink. Um, As I stated, I am sipping on some coffee today. Um, And let's get ready. Let's talk about this, y'all, because this is something that is real. This is something that holds people back because of the fear of um, feeling like you're not enough or feeling like, oh my gosh, if I start to do this, then that means that they're going to find out about who I am, right? Who I really am. And the way to combat that is to constantly be walking in your truth, right? Don't let fear of being discovered because you're not walking in your truth, keep you from fully walking in your purpose, right? So how do you combat that? You combat that by being transparent. You combat that by, you know, knowing who you are, right? Having an understanding of who you are and being okay with who you are, your background, where you are, and knowing that life is a continuous journey of growing, right? Who you are today is not who you will be tomorrow, next week, a year from now, five years from now, or 10 years from now. Life is an evolution. You should always be evolving, right? And that's okay. It's okay to be actively growing. Everyone should be actively growing. If you're no longer growing, then that means that you're done, right? So knowing who you are, being okay with who you are, being okay with where you are in your life, and knowing that even where you are in your life today, you can help somebody else. Because where you are today is not where you were yesterday. It's not where you were five years before, right? And so those lessons that you learned along the way are lessons that you can reach back and give to somebody else who is not as far along in their journey as you are, 
right? And so I'll talk about my journey and and some of the things that I've had to overcome along this way and walking in my truth and accepting who I am, accepting my background, accepting my history and being okay with it and allowing it not to be a um, something that hinders me, but to be something that motivates me even more because more women and more young girls like me need to know and have an example of what life can be like or what who you can be if you do the work, right? Okay, background about KG. So as you guys know, I am from Nashville, Tennessee. I'm a Nashville native. Growing up, I lived in the projects. So we lived in the projects called here the 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 name for the projects is uh Cumberland View apartment homes, but they're called Dodge City in Nashville. So if you're from Nashville, you know Dodge City. They were some of the most infamous projects back in the day. Um, they're still around, but I grew up there. I lived there until I was about 10 or 11 years old. And then we moved from there and we moved into a house in East Nashville. And um, at that time, East Nashville was still considered very much the hood. Now, if you go to East Nashville, honey, you have coffee shops on every corner. Um, It is no longer what it was when I lived there. So you can walk your dog, um, all of that. So back in the day, that wasn't the case. It was still pretty much considered the hood. So I lived at a house in East Nashville, and then we moved to another house in, in a different part of East Nashville, Eventually, we moved to Madison, Tennessee, which is a kind of a suburb of Nashville. So if you're from Nashville, you know exactly what I'm talking about, right? But coming from the projects, I always felt like I wasn't enough. I always felt ashamed of where I grew up, where I came from. Um, And it wasn't something that after we moved away from the projects, it wasn't something that I talked about openly, right? It wasn't something that I was proud of. Um, Growing up in the projects, you saw things that as a child, you should never have to experience. Like, you know, it wasn't uncommon to see, you know, drugs being sold, um, people running from the police, um, crime violence. It wasn't uncommon to see those things in the projects. Um, And so once we moved out of the projects, I kind of felt like, okay, now I'll be good enough. Now I'll be accepted. I don't live in the projects anymore. We actually live in a house. Now, mind you, we didn't own the house, but we lived in the house, right? And I kind of felt like, okay, so now I don't have to be ashamed. And I started to like create this little persona of a person, I guess that was far from the person who I thought I was when I lived in the projects, right? And so as we moved, this persona evolved. So much so that even now, um, my best friend who knows so much about me, we've been best friends since we were in middle school. When I tell her stories, when I go back and tell her stories about growing up, she's like, oh my God, I never knew that. And we've been friends for so many years. Um, And it's because I kind of like buried a lot of those things along the way as I grew up and I evolved from that. Um, And I had to take some time here recently just to go back to that and kind of like deal with that, right? Um, Because what happens when you bury stuff is it's still there, when you bury something, it just, it doesn't go away. It, it's still there. And if you want to actually move forward and heal and deal with that, you have to unbury that stuff and you have to deal with it. And so here lately, I've been on, you know, a growth journey. So a part of that growth journey was going back and accepting where I've come from 
so that I can move forward, right? And so uncovering that made me realize that I had been ashamed of where I came from, right? I've been ashamed of being a girl from the projects and I always suffered with feeling like I wasn't enough, like I wasn't going to be enough. And when you feel like you're never enough, you do things to try to overcompensate for that, right? Um, And so I found myself living a life of trying to overcompensate for how I was feeling. Nobody ever told me I wasn't enough. Nobody ever told me that because you came from the projects, you can't be successful. As a matter of fact, my overcompensation was I need to do anything that I can to be as far removed from who I was as that young girl as I possibly can, right? Which was a, a good thing and a bad thing. The good thing about that is it pushed me to step outside of my comfort zone in areas in which I didn't feel like um, I should be, like, I didn't feel like I should be successful at going to school. I always felt like anything that you try to do is going to fail because it's just not meant for you to succeed. Because when I first started my journey of going to college, as you guys know, I've spoken very openly about this. I got pregnant with my first son when I was a freshman in college, right? After having several people telling me, you better not go to school and get pregnant. That's the first thing I did was go to school and get pregnant. And so I remember as a 19-year-old expected mom feeling like, dang, I'm really not going to ever be who I want to be. Like, there's always an obstacle in the way of me getting to where I wanted to be, right? And so I had to learn early on how to deal with negative self-thoughts and doubt and how to push past those things anyways, right? And that helped. So the good thing about feeling inadequate is that it forced me to push myself to do the things that I always felt like I wouldn't be able to do just because of where I came from and me feeling inadequate. So even though I had my son at 20, I got pregnant with him at 19, had him at 20, and I had to drop out of school for a minute, I forced myself to go back to school. So I went back to college to complete my college degree uh, when I was 23, I want to say, 23, 24, after taking you know a few years off because I had my son and then I had two more children. My second son passed away when he was two weeks old, so I had to deal with that. And then I decided I'm going back to school so that I can complete what I started. There's no way that I can tell my children, you need to go to school and you need to do these things that I haven't myself accomplished. And I never believed in that theory that your children should do as you say and not as you do. I definitely wanted to always be the example for my children of doing as I do right? I can't tell you how to do something that I haven't already done. So I went back to school because I wanted to be an example for them. And when I enrolled in school, I was feeling good. I was feeling great. I was on a high. I had two children. My oldest son at the time was three and my youngest son at the time was one, right? And so I realized that for me um, to be successful in anything that I start, I have to set the intention early on of what the goal is, right? So I had to have a real talk with myself when I enrolled in school. And that talk went something like this. You are going to finish this. No matter what happens, you are going to accomplish this. You are going to graduate. I don't care what happens. I don't care if the lights get cut off because you can't pay your bills. I don't care if you lose your job. I don't care what happens. No matter what happens, you have to complete this journey. And I, I I see that by me setting intention early on, it helps me understand my why early on. And that why keeps me going, 
because two months after being enrolled in college, I realized that I was, I found out I was pregnant with my, my fourth son. Talk about feeling defeated. I was like, oh my gosh, Lord, here I am. I'm in school. I'm feeling good. I feel like I'm making progress and now I'm pregnant again. It wasn't planned, but he's definitely been a blessing. And I told myself once I found out I was pregnant, I don't care if you got to have this baby and come back to class right after you're doing what you got to do and you, you're going to finish this. You are not going to let this keep you from finishing school. And I didn't. I graduated when my fourth son was at one. So all of my sons got to come to mommy's graduation and they got to see mommy graduate. And that gave me a sense of pride. And also that gave me a sense of accomplishment other than a high school diploma I actually worked my butt off to accomplish something bigger than for a bigger reason for, than myself. And that reason was I wanted to be the example for my children, right? And that led me down a path of going about life in a different way, realizing that you can do this. Like anything literally that you put your mind to, you can do it. It's going to take work. It's going to take dedication. It's going to take you overcoming challenges, but you can do it. That was the first step along this journey of me getting out of feeling like I wasn't good enough and really walking into the path that God had made for me to be who I am today, right? And so moving forward, um, a couple of years later, I went back to school, got my master's in writing um, because I wanted to know, you know, what it, I wanted to home my writing skills. I always loved reading. I wanted to write a book. So I went, went back to school, got my master's in creative writing. My children, again, were all there at my graduation. Um, they were older, of course, so they, they remember that graduation. And then getting jobs that I didn't feel like I was like qualified for. Um, I got a degree in business management. <clears throat> didn't know um, what I was going to do with that degree. But I got a job in insurance software, like a software platform, doing um, kind of tech work, like troubleshooting, uh, customer service, um, helping clients be successful, teaching them how to use the platform. And then that grew into a role of being a data analyst, right? Knowing how to analyze data, how to manipulate data um, on the back end. And so that evolved. I started to do things I'd never seen for myself. It's not like I sat down one day and said, this is my vision of my life and this is the path that I'm going to take to get here. Every step of the way, it has been a faith walk and believing in myself every step of the way and believing that I deserve everything that God blessed me with and believing that no matter what, um, he was going to lead the way. And, and so far he has. And that within itself has been a faith walk because I haven't, I haven't always, I don't have it together, period. Like I don't believe anybody always has everything together and I don't have it together. Right. And so dealing with imposter syndrome comes from those feelings of feeling inadequate, right? Because imposter syndrome is I'm doing this that I feel I've been led to do. I feel like this is my purpose. So for me, it's life coaching, right? And one of the things that held me back from being a life coach in the beginning when I was an undergrad was that I didn't feel like I could be a life coach. How can I coach somebody on their life and I don't have my life together? As a young mother at that time, trying to figure it out. So that's one of the real reasons why I set it aside until later in life, right? I had to grow into the woman who 
accepted who she was, accepted her flaws, and accepted that she didn't have it together, but also accepted that this is my purpose and my story can help somebody else. No matter where I am on the journey, there's somebody beginning or in the middle of their journey that can learn from the lessons I've learned along the way. Right. So dealing with imposter syndrome can hold you back because you feel like I don't have it together. Um, who am I to tell these people what to do with their life? Right. I still deal with life challenges. You know, like I, I've been very candid and open about me as a parent trying to navigate dealing with teenagers. It's very challenging at times, um, but they are teenagers. And I was once a teenager and I'm sure if mom, if you had a conversation with my mama, she would tell you that I was challenging at times. And so learning to navigate that, learning to navigate life when, you know, dealing with divorce, dealing with, you know, not having, like just feeling like, girl, who are you to tell somebody to get their life when you still trying to get yours? But you have to think about it. Evolution is ongoing, right? I'm not who I was 10 years ago. I'm not at the same level that I was at 10 years ago. I've evolved. So my evolution and my growth journey can help somebody else who hasn't started their growth journey or who hasn't evolved to where I am. Life lessons are the biggest teachers in life. Right. And if I can use my life lessons to reach back and teach somebody else, maybe a different way of doing things that I wish I would have known back in those days to help them navigate life in a different way, to help them see that they are enough, then that's what I'm going to do. No matter how I feel, if I feel like I have it together or not, because nine times out of 10, I don't have it all together. I struggle just like the next person. Like I have to make myself get up. Sometimes I have to drag myself out of bed and get my life together, draw my eyebrows on one stroke at a time, put my lipstick on and go because life can throw you lemons. And that's why they say you make lemonade, right? And that's everybody. Nobody um, just lives a life untouched right? That's impossible. Not even Gundy lived a life untouched. Everybody deals with life. So learning how to overcome the feelings of inadequacy, learning how to push past the imposter syndrome, the best combat to feeling like this and the best medicine to overcoming imposter syndrome is work, doing the work. That means growing. If you are not where you want to be, you can grow into who you want to be. And it takes you digging deep, like I had to dig deep, and it takes you realizing what's holding you back and deal with it head on. You can't grow from what you want heal from, right? We all have scars, right? And if you keep covering it up and covering it up, nine times out of 10, it's going to get infected if you don't deal with it, if you don't heal from it. Allow it to breathe. Allow it to actually heal on its own. But digging deep, doing the work to deal with the things that's holding you back at your core, right? And being okay with not having it all together. You can still walk out the house, look good, have a smile on your face, but being okay with saying, I'm not okay today. But let me be intentional about being okay today, right? Um, one, Some of the ways that I... Um, practice intentionality when I'm not feeling my best is I listen to gospel music and I sing it at the top of my lungs. So if you see me on the freeway, if you see me driving around Nashville and I look like I'm putting on a full concert, I am. 
for myself and for my soul. <laughs> so I am singing at the top of my lungs, feeling it, right? And pushing through whatever I'm dealing with. And that's that's what motivates me. That puts me in a different mood, push me, puts me in a different headspace, and that helps me be grateful. And that helps me create the positive energy I need to go throughout my day, right? And dealing with imposter syndrome as a woman on a faith walk herself, and also walking in my purpose of helping other women and other people, period, right? I have to always be true to who I am and where I am. I'm very transparent. And that is both strategy and just me being who I am. Um, I'm very transparent because I don't want you to think that I'm anybody but Kendra Garcia, the woman, the mother, the woman who's growing, who's always trying to evolve, who's dealing with life just like the next woman. Yeah, I can take some pretty pictures and post them on social media. I smile. You'll see me. I'll look cute. My eyebrows most of the time look good because some days I don't get it right, right? But I still deal with challenges. And I'm very honest about that because I know that my story can help somebody else. So I'm not going to hold back somebody else's growth and somebody else's evolution because I wanted to be selfish and make it look like I have it all together or I'm at a place where I'm not. And I know that I'm never going to ever fully have it all together. It's never going to be picture perfect, right? But being open and honest with yourself first and then being open and honest with where you are and being okay with it, being okay with it, accepting it, moving forward and allowing your lessons to help and bless somebody else, right? That's the blessing in the struggle. That's the blessing in the journey that we're all on called life is being able to reach back and give what we've learned and what we've had to grow through to somebody else and giving them the light. That is the light in us, right? The purpose of a faith walk is so that you can be the light. And in order to be the light, you have to be willing to shine it no matter what. And that means that light is going to illuminate your inadequacies, right? It's going to illuminate in you, your flaws and being okay with those flaws and still walking in that light so that somebody else can shine as well. So that's how you combat feeling inadequate and dealing with imposter syndrome saying, I know I don't have it all together, but no matter what, I'm going to keep walking my walk. I'm going to keep growing and evolving into the person God has created me to be, who he's destined me to be. And I am going to tell my story no matter what. I am proud of where I came from. I'm a little girl from Nashville, Tennessee, who grew up in the projects on the 25th uh, 25th Avenue, uh, Dodge City, right? But I've evolved to this woman who came from the humble beginnings, but created a life that I love and that I'm continuing to work to create and evolve each step of the way into a life that I can continue to love and creating a legacy for my family that once I'm gone, it will still grow, right? And they will continue to evolve and elevate. That is my goal. And so I have accepted all of me, accepted where I am along my journey. No, I don't have it all together. I will never have it all together. And I'm okay with that. I'm life strategist KG and I'm okay with not having it all together. 
Um, so I hope that you can keep pushing and you can move past feeling like you are not enough. You are more than enough for the thing that God has put you here for. Wherever you are along the journey, you are still enough. You are beautiful. You are amazing. You are intelligent and you are going to do great things. Just be open and honest about who you are, where you are in your journey and love every inch of who you are and every inch of where you are. You have to be grateful and where you're now so that God can bless you to take you further. Peeps, thank you for joining me today. Um, it is our segment to do our toast and our praises, right? So toast and praises, I want to highlight and give a shout out to somebody who um, is walking in their truth and living their best life. So grab your cocktail, coffee, or whatever your drink of choice is, and help me celebrate um, Valerie Stewart. Valerie Stewart is a client friend of mine who um, created a, a brand called From Mom to Mogul. And From Mom to Mogul is a subscription box for women who are mothers and mompreneurs. Because when you wear so many hats, you forget about self-care, self-love, pouring into yourself, right? And Valerie, as a mompreneur, came up with a solution to that. Um, she wanted to be the solution that she needed along her journey of being a mompreneur. Valerie has, I think, five or six kids, um, a husband. She has um, several jobs and businesses that she successfully runs. And so she found herself constantly de dealing with overwhelm and being burnt out, right? And so she came up with this subscription box that pours into every area of the woman. So she has a book of the month that she chooses. Um, and th that book can be dedicated to self-development, uh, motivation, or business. Um, she has um, something for your self-care, something for your love life, something for your spirituality, any area that you can think of. She incorporates it all into one box called From Mom to Mogul. You guys should check her out from momtomogul.com and sign up for her subscription services. It will be awesome and it will bless your life. Valerie, praises and toasts to you for doing your thing and not allowing life to keep you and feeling inadequate if you had to go overcome that to hold you back from walking into your destiny. Because God has blessed you to be a blessing to others. So shouts, stumps, praises to Valerie, y'all. Take a sip of your cocktails and give Val Valerie uh, a shout out. Y'all, this is the end of today's podcast. Thank you again for joining me, listening, riding with me. I appreciate y'all. I appreciate the feedback that I'm getting on the podcast. I appreciate you letting me know how it has inspired you, empowered you, and hopefully we can continue down that path. That is my goal is to inspire, empower, give you the guys the tips and the tools that you need to live your best lives. Before we go, don't forget to subscribe, y'all. Subscribe to the podcast. Go to KendraGarcia.com. Subscribe to the email list. Send in your questions to LifeStrategistKG at KendraGarcia.com. Make sure we connect on social media. 
Um, and you guys can find my social media on um, my profile or go to KendraGarcia.com. Um, I am going to challenge you guys to build yourself up with self-love and self-care. That's a great way to combat feeling inadequate, dealing with imposter syndrome is by getting to know who you are and pouring into you the things that you want to pour out to others. Okay. So the challenge is, is to go to to KendraGarcia.com and sign up so that you can get my free loving yourself workbook. That's right. It is February, the month of love. And I am showing you guys how to love yourselves, right? This is a great first step along the journey of figuring out where you need to pour into you so that you can be filled and full of love of yourself before you try to pour it out. We know Valentine's Day is coming up. um, And so before you pour out love to your loved ones, your spouse, your boo thing, fill yourself up first. Fill yourself up first. So go to KendraGarcia.com download and well sign up for your free copy of the loving yourself workbook and you guys will get a digital version of that and that's a great first start if you want to dig deeper and you want to really figure out what is holding you back book a free coaching consultation so that we can figure it out together and we can walk on this journey together i got you okay so before i go what did we learn from today y'all you are enough. Don't never let nobody tell you that you are not enough. You are more than enough. And if you're not where you want to be, do the work to grow into who you want to be. You can always do the work to evolve. You don't have to settle for where you are and who you are. If you're not happy with certain areas of your life, do the work. Do the work. Dig deep and don't feel like you don't have it all. Because you have whatever you need in this season of your life to grow to the next season. So we're going to keep growing. We're going to keep glowing. And we're going to be elevating, y'all. Let's connect. Send me your emails. I can't wait to hear and see your comments about this episode, y'all. I promised y'all I was going to keep it short. This is shorter than the last time. Whoop, whoop. Your girl, Life Strategist KG. Your friend in your head and in real life, too. We are enough, y'all.